G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or non-locally <laughs> overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the GOSS. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. All right, so. Um, the next story that I had here that I thought was really, really cool was that scientists have just found 16 ultra black fish it's species black that fish. absorb almost nearly 99.9% of light. Mm. And I love I love that. Um, you just claim it. You're like, yeah, it's nearly 100%, but we can't say 100%. No, you know, we haven't tested it. It's like yeah. with um, <laughs> well, germ killers, right? Yeah. That anytime you're spraying stuff down, it's always like, kills 99.9% of germs. And you're like, well, probably kills 100%. They just can't say it in yeah, case someone but, did prove it and sued them. But also, there's a um, there's an error in any measurement. Yeah. And so, as soon as you say 100%, there is no error. Mm -hmm. You can't have an error in an absolute. And you 100 have to be wrong once everything. You're in trouble. That's yeah. right. So, um, yeah, within the- And look, yeah, 0.1% is much smaller than typically statistical error. <laughs> in any testing. So, uh, yeah, but 99.9% .9 of light. Uh, this is an interesting one because you, the immediate thing you do, you look at is go, well, why? <laughs> but it's the reverse question. Um, it's what, how? There is no value <laughs> in having something that can absorb 99.9% .9 of light. It doesn't have to be in disguise. It lives in depths where there is almost no light. Well, and that's, that's the, the thing, reason right? why it's like that is because it's never actually had to have a coloration um, that it's going to either have to. But I, I think you're wrong. You know, with with all due respect, because I think that if you go into caves. If you were to see cave fish, you know, where you see those blind cave fish where there is no light, but they're not living at depth and they're not yeah. using bioluminescence, they're see-through, transparent or white. Yes. In this yeah. case, it's different. That's a loss of pigment. Yeah, or uh, a lack of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whether or not- the, Well, you'd one, imagine they had it in the, in the beginning. Yeah. And this one, look, yeah, the alternative, this one may be that- And I haven't- yeah, I read the stories. They are clearly just from the image there, they are <laughs> producing light. Well, that's the and thing. And that's what they want to do is to have- uh, if they're producing light, um, fluorescing in order to attract other animals so that they can eat them, 
um, then they all they want the animal to see is the light they're producing, not their, oh, suddenly I've got a glow on my big teeth. <laughs> yeah, well, you can imagine it's that yeah. thing of like there's the light hanging out there and you're like, oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, like out of a cartoon, dun, dun, you dun, see dun, the dun. face yeah. coming into the light <laughs> and just be like, yes. Yeah. But you're getting too far ahead. You're getting too far ahead. So, right. a team of marine biologists use nets to catch 16 species of deep, deep sea fish that have evolved the ability to be virtually invisible to prey and predators. They call it ultra black, um, meaning that, yeah, the skin has evolutionarily adapted so that the fish is effectively able to camouflage into darkness, mm. which is, is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, the fish absorbs 99% of light that hits their skin that makes them nearly invisible to other deep sea fish. They were caught 200 metres down. And more off um, yeah, California's Monterey Bay. Deep. There's still light at 200 metres. Well, I guess it's below that. It's that yeah. starting yeah. there. See, and going Monterey, down. Monterey, just for a bit of geography, uh, for those who are not- Off of California. Californian or Americans. Um, Monterey is about as close as the continental shelf gets to that west coast of North America. And so, you only have to go a few kilometres offshore yeah. and it's 5,000 metres deep. It's yeah. insane. So, yeah. Yeah, so, no sunlight reaches- as far down as they went in order mm. to catch these fish. But many species have bioluminescence, you know, for hunting, for defence, for show, for display. And for fish that don't want to be seen, it, it's the, the problem is how do you hide yourself from bioluminescent light, even though there's no sunlight down there. So, they, yes. that's why they've evolved this hyper black skin. It's so that they can hide themselves from the, the light that they produce, the light that's produced by other things or the light that's- um, around fish or animals that they produce after they've been eaten. So, it was really interesting here. The woman who discovered this, Karen Osborne, was like, I've been trying to take photos of these fish that we caught. <laughs> Won't reflect anything. Yeah, and they always <laughs> came out horribly, even though I was using these two strobe lights. Yeah. And so, they cut the skin up and put it under the microscope and found that there were these organelles called melanosomes in the skin layer- Containing melanin, which is what you get when you tan yeah, your skin. Melanocytes are what we get, you know, like me, freckles. That's, yeah. yeah, and so she was saying the photos always came out horribly. Um, they, they did this and they found that the melanocytes or the melanosomes, Somes. rather, yeah. are so close together. What happens is the light comes in and, and anything that doesn't get absorbed gets pushed into the next door neighbour yeah. melanosome yeah. and just gets absorbed. And, and presumably they're multi-layered so that yeah. there's a, you know, even the crack, yeah, even if it's yeah, 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 yeah. very, very tiny crack, uh, we'll just have another black layer underneath it. So. Yeah, well, and it was, she was saying it was, it was interesting because it's a very super efficient little material required. Mm. And you only need two layers. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has built a biological light trap mm. so that- um, yeah, and, and they've evolved multiple times in many different species. They're not a common ancestor that had that trait right. that's then shared it. So, the examples were the threadfin dragonfish using ultra black skin during its adolescent years, but then losing it. So, it uses it when it's defending itself because it's obviously susceptible to prey. Right. And then there was the- So, once it becomes an adult, it presumably wants to be attracting mates. Or yeah. or defending territory, or, or so it's it actually just not a problem, to, or yeah. it just wants to show off. Yeah, you know, that because it's in order to change, then there has to be some sort of selection process, some some need to change. Because if you yep. like, if, if you're young, then you'll stay that way as you get an adult. If you don't, if it doesn't matter, well, it could be unless though, there's that it, energy required. Yeah, it to could maintain be it. that there's a lot of energy required in making and maintaining mm. it. 
and that there's no benefit to having it. And so, it gets selected against yeah. later in age, like having eyes in cavefish, right? They, they don't grow those. They, they have eyes, but they're so rudimentary they don't work yeah. because eyes are an expensive organ to try and build and maintain. And yeah. so, it's better to just put but that they, into size. But they still have them because the original fish that you know, took over that territory had them because yeah. they came from caves that had a bit of light and they could see and all of a sudden they didn't. So. Yeah, exactly. So, the next one had bioluminescent lures- that it was using to bait yeah. prey to come in. Yeah. And so, it obviously wanted to hide itself from its own light source mm. so that it can ambush prey items that come up. And then the last one had ultra black skin just on its gut. That's- Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Around the outside of its stomach, which they suggested was related to when they eat bioluminescent animals, they don't want the light shining through the stomach. Which and then makes them obvious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, interestingly, you wonder if the skin- would have melanosomes deeper in it or mm -hmm. on the outside. You would wonder, so, yeah, is it it's sitting in the same location? The internally. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's so, an interesting one. So, my question here was, how do you think these fish find each other in the dark? Uh, it would be by <laughs> smell. Or, or maybe they display, right? And they're just like, I can see you, you can see me. We'll get close and yeah. we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> but we, we never actually get to see one another. Yeah. <laughs> Don't turn the lights on. Yeah, and what do you what do you think it is? I might have an ugly one. <laughs> what do you think it is that makes these fish look so terrifying? Because every time you see these deep sea fish, they seem to be effectively a mouth and an asshole. Yeah, right? they they are, <laughs> they are they're a sort huge of they're face. science fiction aliens, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're and they tend to be movie. long, but they tend to be this huge mouth. Well, with that's massive but that's teeth. all they have to do. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're an animal that's living yeah in complete darkness, and you're using say a lure to attract prey. All you need is a honking great mouth that if they come anywhere near you, you just go grab. Yeah. You're not going to have a second chance. It's like sharks. Yeah. Sharks are attack predators. They're not just sort of, oh, I'm just going to hang around and, you know, stick a little net out and grab a little filter this and filter that. It's, oh, there's something. Wham. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why so, most of us end up losing limbs but don't die, right? If yeah. If you're attacked. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, it's that. It's Take that. one bite and you're like, ugh, not for me. Exactly. <laughs> if you're going to grab, you're going to grab and make a- uh, a significant chunk out of whatever you're aiming at. Oh, it's, what is it? Type one versus type two errors, right? Where it's like it's better to be wrong but have taken the bite yes. than to be right and not have, have yeah. taken the bite. That looks right. like a prey item, but uh, <laughs> I'll leave no, it. I'll leave it. And I don't have the weaponry to attack it, so yeah. I'll just fly off. So, you're actually going to starve. That looks like a prey item, but I'll try- Ah, uh, it's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas well, the fish that trying. goes, grab. Oh, it's a rock. But you haven't lost much except a couple of teeth. Yeah. Which, by the way, fish regrow really quickly. Yeah, but they are creepy, right? And the funny mm. thing is that when you- I think a lot of the problems these scientists have is that because of the pressure down below when they go fishing for them and they use nets to scoop them up yeah. and bring them to the surface, that's, they explode. That's always the case. And it was a huge issue, right? For a long time, they didn't have submarines or submersible, submersible vehicles that could go down and get videos. And so, it was really cool once they started doing mm. that. Thanks, Jam James Cameron. You know? Yes. <laughs> you could get a photo of how these animals mm. actually appeared. Like the- what is it? The mm. ugly globfish or whatever it is. That really thing looks like just snot. Human yeah. snot. Yeah, exactly. You know, but under pressure- and Even the, um, yeah, the, the giant squid was a myth mm. for hundreds of years that- because um, sperm whales feed on them. And you can see um, the scars. You'll quite often yeah, see sperm whales yeah, and they have these yeah, scars down exactly. their mouth. And, it's and like it was a myth. It was sort of this, you know, it, it was one of those 
um, edge of the earth, fall off the edge of the earth or get eaten by giant squid stories that old sailors used to tell. Yeah. Um, but they're real. And the trouble was that whenever people caught them at depths of hundreds of metres and dragged them to the surface, they exploded. Yeah. And so, you know, you never had a single, yeah, <laughs> a single specimen um, in really good condition. Well, and they're much more common, I think, we've realised, yeah. yeah. because they are, I think, the only food source, or at least the primary food source of sperm whales. Yeah, pretty which much. Which is why they've evolved to dive so, so deep. So deep, because they're going after things that live in the depth. Well, and so. that must be a cool story, too, because they're toothed whales, so they're related to things like dolphins, dolphins and, and killer whales and everything. Yeah. So, they must have evolved, you would imagine- Obviously, in the shallows. Surface feeders yeah. or you know, shallow And there feeders. was obviously prey items at these different depths that weren't yeah. being exploited yeah. by yeah. other whales or other sharks or whatever, yeah. and they just kept going and going and going. Yeah. And, yeah, so they, they could swim deeper, but they also got larger. Yeah. So, if you're going to go after larger prey, you have to be larger, unless or you've got to be lots of you. Um, but, you know, so if you're going to be going after a thing that's you know, up to 15 metres long, uh, yeah, at least tentacles are 15 metres long, but yeah, the body parts of these animals are three or four metres long. They're big animals. Then you have to be a big animal to eat them. Yeah. You know, because you're not going to sit there and you know, pick away at it and chew a little bit off and so on. It's just grab it and swallow. Well, it's an interesting so- kind of thing. You wonder if this, the giant squid grew in size at the same time that it had pressure on it from a predator- that was hunting it because quite often with um, yeah that sort of with large animals competitive coevolution one yeah. of them's either yeah. especially when you have prey and predator one of them tends to have grown large to try and become too big for predators to deal with and mm-hmm. then the predators are like well okay elephants. I'll just get a little bit bigger elephants yeah 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 the reason elephants exist is because you know, your typical yeah, herbivore wandering around the plains of now Africa. He's a sitting um, duck. An easy a sitting duck for tigers <laughs> in Asia and lions in in Africa. Uh, but if you get that big, they get. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on! Yeah. Have you bite s- me? Did you ever see that video of? Um, I think it was in India where there's a guy. On top of an elephant. I think they were hunting a tiger. That yeah, well, come they used to too traditionally close hunt to, tigers on- I think it had come too close to farmland, on though. On elephants. Mm. And the, there were two sort of weird things about it. Firstly, there was the guy on the elephant metres above, I think, what was grass or sugar cane, which was obviously a few metres high. And you just suddenly see this tiger. You see the grass move and then it separate and the tiger just flies out. And literally, like, just brings its paws wide, yeah. claws out, and just grabs the top of the elephant's head, you know. And and the guy, the guy that was on the top of the elephant, had his hand caught and lost several fingers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah from the tiger. But you just saw, like, holy crap! Yeah. The elephant's going <laughs> shake that. Probably, off. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was probably shat itself, but mm. <laughs> ran in the other direction. But it was yeah, tis but a scratch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Survived to fight another day. <laughs> Yeah, but I, that sort of evolutionary arms race is always really interesting. Which, mm. And I guess you probably have that with the deep sea fish where you have crazy evolution of eyes and the ability to see light in order to try and pick up predators and prey. Have you yeah. seen those fish with the two big ass eyes in their yeah. top of their head pointing up? Pointing up. Yeah. yeah, they're huge and yeah. they look like they're transparent. Yeah. And then at yeah. the bottom of them, there are all those sensitive cells picking up light. And I think they must just look for the slightest yeah, change. the slightest change in light and go In light wham. and just go bang. Yeah. There's a shadow, go. Yeah, yeah. isn't yeah. that just nuts? And yeah, I don't know. Evolution blows my mind. I love it. 
Yeah, well, hey, that's what you know, <laughs> we both spent most of our lives studying. So Yeah, anyway, good episode, guys. Hope yeah. you enjoyed that one. Cheers. See ya. Alrighty, you mob, thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of The Goss. If you would like to watch the video, if you're currently listening to it and not watching it, you can do so on the Aussie English TV channel on YouTube. This is different from the main channel. You'll be able to subscribe to that. Just search Aussie English TV on YouTube. And if you're watching this and not listening to it, you can check this episode out also on the Aussie English podcast, which you can find via my free Aussie English podcast application on both Android and iPhone. You can download that for free or you can find it via any other good podcast uh, app that you've got on your phone, Spotify, podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it is. I'm your host, Pete. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a ripper of a day and I will see you next time. Peace.